Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. ministry has been developed, cultivated, assigned by the power of God. I did not take it upon myself because I didn't have anything else to do with my life and say, let me start a ministry. After careful deliberation, call, burden, not the burden as a heartache, but a burden for a, a hunger and a thirst for, for, for God, for, for the souls that enter into the kingdom of God. He, he, he embedded and placed that in me to starting ministry. This is not my ministry. This is God's ministry. I am the senior pastor of the Kingdom Advancing Ministries, but I am not the, oh, I'm not the leader of the Kingdom Advancing Ministries. Jesus Christ is. I make no false claims about nothing. So don't, if anybody lied to y'all, tell them that ain't my pastor. I am not building a monument unto myself. This is all about God. And so with that, listen, I know that where there's great vision, there's great provision. God provides for his vision. But he's also not, but he's also made it available that those, hear me clearly, y'all, don't let the enemy rob you or fool you by what, about what I'm saying. He also uses men and women, children of all ages, by way of sowing into their local ministry, a place where they come to be fed, to grow, and to give a supply back unto the things of God, to sow into that body. This ministry moves by the power of God and the sowing of you, his people. If God has blessed you with in any way concerning this ministry, and if you've professed to be a partner of this ministry and a covenant believer with us and standing with us in the things of God, listen, sow into this ministry. Give unto the things of God. This ministry is not about me doing whatever my wife, I listen, this is not what we do. No shade to nobody. 
Only hit dogs holler. Y'all know what I say. And I'm not calling nobody a dog. I'm just using that as a as a terminology of a, of a point of getting something across. And so I want to encourage you to give into the ministry. The Bible says give, and it will be given back unto you in a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. He'll cause men to give unto your bosom. And it also says that it's the Bible says that he'll make the liberal soul fat. So when I know that when you when people give, they think it's leaving my hands. Listen, if you give liberally, he said he'll the liberal soul will never be. Listen, you will never go broke being liberal when you give to the things of God. No way. No how. He'll pull back unto you. If you don't hear anything else that I say, give because you love God. So because you love God. So and give because you appreciate God. Not because no man can come up, no one man can come up and, and speak so eloquently that make you want to just empty out your pockets. No, that should not be motivation. Your motivation should be given because you love God so very, very much that you're thankful for what he's been able, what he's been, what he's been given unto you. Yeah, we did all the shouting. We did all the praising. This is a part of worship as well. No better, no better place or time than to worship God with the seed. Nothing grows unless there's a seed planted. Amen. Amen. Seed time and harvest. You can't grow without it being a seed. So sow a seed. Continue to sow a seed. Don't just do it once. Become, become a make it a habit, a regular part of your life that God, I've got to give unto you. Not because I want something in return, because I know that goodness and mercy will follow. I know that you have been so good. I can never out, I can never outgive you. I can never outdo you in my giving. But God, I'm going to try. And I give because I love you. And I want to see the kingdom of God flourish. More than anything. So I'm sure Zach has put up that that those ways that you can give. And listen, take advantage of this opportunity. And I always tell you, don't minimize your seed, whatever it is. Don't let nobody talk down on your seed. That's what you have. That's your portion. Give it. But the Bible says God loves a cheerful gift. So whatever that seed is that you're giving, whether it's change or whatever, give it with joy, with gladness, and with purpose in your heart. God, I thank you. I love you. This may be all I have right now, but this is not the final for me. And I thank you, God, that I give, I give joyfully. With great pleasure, I give unto you, God. And I thank you in advance for receiving my seed, Lord. And I praise you for it. And listen, do it. With that spirit, God is going to get involved in your life like never before. This is the only way he this is the only area he tells us to try him, to test him, to put him to the test. Put him to the test, yo. 
everything you give and God will bless you. He's going to bless you richly. I promise you that. Not because I'm going to bless you because the word says he will. Forget what Pastor V said. The word. The word. The word. Put it in the chat. The word. The word. The word. <laughs> Promises. That he'll open up the windows of heaven. And he'll pour by a blessing out unto me. That I will not have room enough to receive it. Yeah, we got testimonies all around. If he did it for one, he'll do it for another. He's no respected person. He don't love another more than he loves you. Amen. Well, good morning again. Hope you guys are taking that to heart and you guys will let God, let the Lord minister to you concerning your giving. And there's no condemnation. No condemnation from us, from respect for me in this ministry. If you're not in a place where you're able to give, we pray that I pray that God will put that God will bless you. If your heart is set and your heart is positioned to give, God will give you a seed to sow. Not begging that it will, I'm not begging you on this morning. I want God to, I want your the blessings to abound to your account. I want God to bless you abundantly. Amen. And amen. And amen. Amen. Well, good. I'm excited. You guys got you. You guys, you guys are tired on this morning, right? You guys, your feet. I know y'all shouting your hands. Y'all good. Y'all got y'all work. Y'all got y'all your workout, your spiritual workout this morning. You're good. Blood is flowing. God is doing some things in your life. Love it. Love it. Love it. I'm excited about the things of God. Amen. And listen. I just want to just get right on into it. I don't want to be before you long. We're just going to come in and share the word and we're going to, we're going to get out of y'all way. Thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate you for giving up your Sundays. All of you, if you invited your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your cousins, Pookie, Ray Ray, Auntie, Jojo, with Blinky Blinky, all whatever the nicknames y'all got, Fatback, whatever, whatever names y'all got, tell oh them to come gosh. on in. Fatback, baby. Tell them to come on in. Skeeter. <laughs> Tell me, come on in, join us on this morning, amen. Ray, Ray, row, row, whatever. Say, pass me is on. Come check him out. He talking about you, but he talking about you in a good way, amen. Amen. But listen, turn your Bibles. We're going to jump right on in. I'm going to talk about something on this morning. I know it's going to bless your life because it's blessed my life. So turn your neighbor and say, buckle up. Let's get ready to rise on this morning. And let's get ready to shout, praise God, jump out your seat. God's going to, listen, he's going to do some things on this morning. Turn your Bibles to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1, that's in the New Testament. Verse 13, we're going to read from 13 to 14. You guys with me on this morning? Amen, we there? Amen. For the second time. I'm gonna jump right on in. First, verse 13, it says, Who delivered us out of the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of the Son of His love? It says, In whom, verse 14, we have our redemption. Turn to your neighbor and say, Keyword, redemption. In whom we have our redemption. Whom do we have our redemption? We have our redemption in Jesus. In whom we have our redemption? The forgiveness of our sins. Amen. 
So y'all got that? Y'all got the keyword redemption, right? Y'all got that? Amen. With that, so turn your Bibles to Ephesians. Just, just go back a little bit from Colossians, go back to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 through 17, we're going to read. So we know we have our redemption in Jesus Christ, amen? So verse 15 tells us in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15, it says, Look therefore carefully how ye walk, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time. Redemption. Redeeming the time. Because the days are evil. How many of y'all can say amen to the fact that our, these days are evil? These days are treacherous. Amen. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Verse 17 tells us, Wherefore, be ye not foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Amen. Take a topic on this morning. I tease you guys on Wednesday, but we're going to let's talk about this morning. God wants to talk about he's redeeming the time. Amen. He's redeeming the time. Yeah, we We've all been through some things in our lives that's robbed us of time. Now, here's the thing. Time on the clock is the one thing we can't get back. But the effects of the decisions we made in, doing, in our time, we can get back. Yeah, amen. Amen should be flying all over the chat. Because I'm not, we're not talking about physical time on the clock. Because God doesn't, he doesn't give us the do-overs with that time. But he does give us the do-overs with the choices that we made in our lives. Mm -hmm. The redemption of, when Jesus came to redeem us, he came to give us back time. Woo, Jesus. Oh, man, that's good. I'm shouting already. That's Because listen, things in our lives that we participated in. I ain't talking to y'all who said, man, just things just happened in my life. I ain't talking about them kind of people. I'm talking about the ones who know that I participated in things. I willfully went into things. And God tells us that when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and we receive him as, 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 as our own, he's redeeming our time. What do you mean, Pastor V? Why can someone who's 50 Look like they're torn. <laughs> he redeems the time. He re listen. He's renewing our strength, our bodies. That's time, y'all. Because the the beat the beating that we put on our bodies when we in, we were in the world will cause us to look toe up from the flow up. Yeah, I know I'm telling the truth. Y'all didn't get with me this morning. But I know without a shadow of a doubt that when he redeems the time, he makes us all, he presents us all new and fresh. Mm -hmm. Jesus came to free us. 
from the consequences of our choices, of your choices. Sin. For those who may not quite understand your choices, the choices of sin. Jesus came to free us. That's redeeming within itself. Why, Pastor B? Because he was able to give us something that we were lacking. And that's the power to stand. So we wouldn't be robbed of future time. Amen. A lot of people's choices are robbing them of future time. Not even times that was passed, but future time. So choices that we make now stunts our growth. If for someone who ain't getting what I'm saying. So when we accept Jesus, he puts, he he doesn't put, he, he, he redeems us. And listen, here's, a, here's another redeeming of the, the redeeming of the time. When our decisions would have caused us to die in situations because we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, guess what? He redeems the time. Well, not so. Some of some people were supposed to die on February. What's the day? February the twelfth. But because of God's love for us and the redeeming of our time, God said, "Not so." That choice or that decision that they were going to make will not kill them. Why? Because they won't make it. Oh man, y'all better come on, man. Y'all had y'all foot clapping and hands stomping. This is something to shout about. Why? Because. Not because it's about getting you to move and to get you excited in the natural. This is to put you in and get you in a place where you understand that our world is in God's hand. He holds the very course of our life in his hands. When we give it to him, that makes him a redeemer of our time. We say, God, we can't, we can't do nothing about our life unless you're in it. Nothing about my life, God, matters unless you are a part of it. And so now I can, I can go about the course of my day knowing that my life has been redeemed. That I used to walk as a dead man. Now I'm alive. See, so many Christians, and I'm talking to you about y'all, so many of y'all out there are not just Y'all are not living. Y'all are surviving. If he's the redeemer of the time, why are we living? Some of us are just buying time. We have accepted what the world says. We have accepted what people say. We have, we have, we have given ourselves totally over to the choices of the world. That what they say go. Man, listen, let's talk about it on the day. Someone has to teach us. Psalms 90 and 12. Psalms 90 and 12. It tells us. So teach us, Lord, to number our days. How many want to be taught how to number your days? What do you mean, Pastor? Teach me how to maximize the redeeming of my time. Teach me how to maximize. The day, that, the, the day that you've given me. 
Teach me how to be as productive as I can. Not for me, but for you. And then by virtue of me being productive for you, you will give me the desires of my heart. Hallelujah. So that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. So teach me, God. How many of y'all are teaching me? See, that's the question. Can you be taught or are you a know-it-all? Does every conversation begin and end with what you say? And that everything in the middle of that conversation is just wah, 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 wah. My end is already decided. And see, I'm not just talking about just any conversation. At the end of this, it says that you, that I may, that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. There has to be wisdom involved. So in teaching me, God, teach me how to number my days. That I may act and respond throughout the course of my day in wisdom. You don't get the redeem time just doing any old thing. Because there's, I told y'all about that, there's time thieves all around. And some of us are our very own thieves. God, he's redeeming the time. He's pulling us back, y'all. He wants us to focus the year of Jubilee. We've talked about that. We've been professing and declaiming that victory is ours, that things are happening in our lives, and things are going to happen suddenly in our lives. And listen, we know God is moving. He's doing things. He's, he's blessing like never before. He's healing like never before. And listen, let me correct that. He's not healing like never before. He's already healed. He's manifesting his healing in your bodies like never before, in our bodies like never before. Salvation is already made available. People are coming and finally realizing that the salvation of God is available to them like never before. They are accepting like never before. We professed all those and we, we stand on those things. And even redeeming the time for us, we understand that God, whatever, and this is for somebody else, whatever you've gone through, it's not the end. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm one, of, I'm, I'm one of the very ones that been that for years allowed my past to hold me, to stop me, to yield to 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 every time I would move, I would I would stop in and 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 complete in total terror. Yeah, I'm talking. In complete and total terror about my past. Why? And I know some of y'all are uh, we our past, we think our past is so much more faster in terms of running up on us than the power of God to stop it and to free us from it and to deliver us from it. The redeeming of the time. The Bible says, Whom the Son set free is free indeed. And for years, it took me a long time to move past that. I want to move something. Y'all bear with me real quick. I, I just I feel the need to just, 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 just share and talk. 
Mm. And sharing talk this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We good out there? Y'all good out there? Amen. So, to just, I was burdened by my past for years where I couldn't move. I always thought my past was going to come up and visit me. Always. Even as a saved man. I, 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 and, I, and I quoted scriptures. I, I professed them boldly. I professed them with vigor. I'm free, Lord. No chains holding me. But I was the chain holding myself. And I allowed what I went through to enslave me for years. Because I always thought at some point it will come and see me. And I and I want then, then, so let me let me clear something up. Thank you, Lord. My, I'm not talking about nothing crazy. I'm just talking about choices, decisions. Whatever your crazy is, I'm not talking about that. Because all that was left when we accepted Jesus Christ, all that was at the cross. And all that was left at the altar when we accepted Jesus Christ. In your bedroom, wherever you're in your car, wherever you received Jesus Christ, all that was left there once you said yes to Jesus. I want you to be real clear, though, that what I'm saying is that those things are designed to visit you, to keep you from experiencing the power of God, to, to remind you that, okay, now that ain't real. Ain't nothing real to that. And sometimes things happen in our lives that, okay, may speak to things. Uh-oh, that's that, that's that past coming up. Listen, he's a redeemer of the time. So what I had to do was, I had to, okay, God, listen, I'm going to keep on moving. I'm going to keep on going. And come what may, whatever may show up, I'm going to keep on going. If I believe in what you say and I know your word is true about the about what you say that I that I'm free. All my all the things of my past are behind me. Behold, all things are new. I had to walk as such. Now, just because they show up, they have no more power over you. That's the good news. That's the redeeming of the time. For us, when we know what lies within us, when Jesus Christ is, has taken up his abode, when we understand what lies on the inside of us, we see that we see the past and be like, "Oh, you have no, you have no control over my life no more." Ah, right, that thing don't have no power over me. Yeah, I, okay, yeah, I did it. I'm free from it. I ain't doing it no more. You don't get to hold me in bondage to my past, past. I'm free from my past. And some of y'all are so in bondage and so enslaved to our past that we can't see a future beyond the past. But if he's a redeemer of the time, and not but, he, if he's a redeemer of the time, we have to let go of those things. The Bible says we got to lay aside those things that so easily beset us. Hallelujah. We got to be willing to say, ah, that was that. I'm done with that. 
And the trick in another and the key for us is to never go back and pick it up again. People will always come and try to present it again, but those are but those are things that, that are in the past behind me. He's the redeemer of the time. I'm healed. You're healed from the wounds of the world. Yeah, listen, no one makes it out of the life of the world without battle scars. But our God is so great, he's the redeemer of the time, that we can move beyond it. Y'all know last week we talked about when they went into, when they went into that fire, they, they was in the fire and they didn't smell like smoke. However long they were in there, it didn't consume them. And listen, the wonderful thing about God, man, the, the power of God, is that he loves us so much that he, that he wants to redeem the time for us. He wants us to let us, he wants to let us know that whatever time we spent in that world that was designed to rob us of the time in the presence of God and in the time of, of going forward and doing whatever and possessing everything that he's promised us. He's redeeming it. He's, he's redeeming that time for us. There's time for you. Maximize. He's teaching us how to number our days. Amen. Listen, Psalms 19 and 9. He says, he provides redemption for his people. He ordained his covenant for he provides redemption for his people. He ordained his covenant for. I'm one of God's people. How about you? He ordained. I'm bad. Listen, if you are listening to me and I'm listening to you, or we see each other and I see you, listen, one of the, one of the wonderful things is you've been preordained. Amen. We've been ordained to do this. We've been ordained to do this. Let's, tell, let's, go, back to, let's go back to Ephesians chapter 5. It says, look therefore carefully how you walk. I'm at verse 15. I'm reading from the American Standard Version, so y'all follow me. It says, look therefore carefully how you walk. Charge yourselves, body of believers. You have to, you have to look how you're walking, how you're living your life. It's important to walk right before God. We can't live any kind of way. And expect God to be a redeemer of our time. If we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we have to look, therefore, carefully how we how we walk. Not as unwise. You know, unwise just do whatever they, they, they just do whatever they feel. Feelings for the unwise, they, they govern by feelings. We're not moved by how we feel. We're moved by what the word says. 
Amen. Tell me your neighbor, say, I'm moved by the word. I'm not moved by my feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type in the chat, turn to your neighbor. Say, stop letting your feelings run you. And stop running after your feelings. Because you ain't going to never catch your feelings. Your head going to want to do something and your heart going to want to do something else. So stop running after your feelings. Stop chasing your feelings. But as wise, be a wise woman or man. And I'm not talking about wise in the world's eyes. Wise in the understanding of what the word says. Because there's a quote unquote fake wisdom that the world has that the more knowledge that they gain, the wiser they get. Untrue. For some people, how I many y'all know? Some for some people, they get as much book knowledge as they can, and they just as dense as they want to be. I've seen them. You can tell, tell them to go to the chalkboard and do a, pro, a, a, a math problem or something. They'll man, they'll 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 break it down to the to the bottom number. But ask them something about conducting life in wisdom. Oh man, don't know nothing about nothing. The wisdom of God. Verse 16 says, redeeming the time. It's important. Redeeming the times. Redeeming. What does redeeming mean? Taking, taking possession, laying hold of something. So we have to take possession. We have to lay hold to the time that's, that's afforded to us, that's available to us to redeem it, to what God has placed out here before us. You can read it. The definition of redeeming, compensating for someone's or something's faults. Deficits, amen. Yeah, deficits. The other one is able to save people from sin, error, or evil. That's the second definition. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Verse 16 tells us. We have to make sure that we are calculated in our days and in our time because the days are evil. How many of y'all know that this thing is coming to an end? And we have to be able to carefully number our days. Go about our, our time doing our days. Amen. That we don't just become a part of just any old thing. Wherefore, be ye not foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Amen. Then listen, we got to make sure, y'all, that in this time like never before, that we are carefully going about our lives. Not just waking up and just wondering, okay, God, whatever going to happen today is going to happen. We got we to gotta be, we gotta be methodical. Purposeful in our days. There's great vision and there's great purpose in each and every one of us. What are you doing about that which lies on the inside of you? Are you hoping that something's going to happen? Or are you actively living your life as though it's going to happen? See, most people are hoping and wishing. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. 
And so with our time, redeeming our time, we are operating in the faith of God. We wake up every morning, or we should be waking up every morning. God, I believe that there's something great happening for me on today. Show me where to go. Tell me who am I to talk to. Who, okay, God, I'm supposed to have a meeting today. Okay, God, let me know if this meeting is going to be worth or going to be worth the time for me. Let me sit in with the ears to hear and the wisdom to understand what's taking place in this meeting. What do you mean, Pastor V? That way, after you've heard all the information, now you can make the godly wise decision to what you want to do next. What's the next move? Redeeming the time. I know I talked to you guys a couple of maybe a couple of weeks ago about more money on my job. And here's the thing, and I'm gonna share this with you guys, not because it's nothing. There's a there's a there's a hold up in it. God has already released it, but there's a hold up naturally with it. And there's a fight. So I get conversations every day about there's a fight about whether to give it, whether not to give it, what to do, whether not, blah, 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 blah. And, I, and all they keep, they keep looking for me to, to feel some kind of way. They're they looking at me to want to be angry. They look at me to want to be, okay, disgruntled. I had a, com a conversation on Friday, or not a conversation, but some, a comment that came across when they were talking about it says, well, maybe you, um, they may want, maybe you want to consider applying for something else. I said, that's not an option for me. My next is my next won't be with this. That's numbering to my days because I'm redeeming my time. God is calling me to He's causing me to redeem the time. That's not my I'm not I can't I'm not gonna give y'all more than what's necessary on the clock to give you. Well, Pastor, how long you how, how, how you know how long you supposed to be there? I don't, but I know I'm not supposed to be there that long. I don't know what the end time or date for that is, but I understand there is an end time and date for that, for what I'm currently doing. And beyond that, it doesn't extend to them. Amen. So that's Amen. Glory to God. So that's not bold or cockiness. That's just understanding what the time that God has placed in me is. Because see, all of us have been given by God time limits on things that we are a part of. That's a part of redeeming us. That's a part of redeeming the time. Why is that verb? Why is that passive? Because we don't we not we don't we won't stay in things longer than what we're supposed to. He helps us when we're sensitive to the spirit of redeeming our time. Because see, time is wasted when we stay in things that have super exceeded this expiration date for us. See, when we go beyond the expiration date of anything, it spoils. It goes bad. Oh, yeah, I'm preaching right now. And how many of y'all been in situations where it gets stagnant? Why? Because you stayed longer than what you were supposed to. Because you didn't understand about God and the redeeming of time. God, God was speaking to you. Okay, this has reached this point. But you, us, we think that we can go beyond points because it's something that we believe that we want more than what God is saying that we should be doing. How many of us over? How many of us have overstayed our welcome? Amen. I was on a job for years, years ago that I knew that I was supposed to make. I was supposed to bust a move. 
<laughs> I stayed longer because I was comfortable. And the longer I stayed, I felt my time being robbed. My health started declining. I would go to work with stomach hurt. Dealing with a, 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 a leader who was who was just, oh God. The worst that, that I could have. And I'm sure people had worse. And I knew those were those were all effects of me staying longer than what I was supposed to. I overstayed my welcome. But the beautiful thing about God is that when you make a decision to do it his way, he redeems the time for you. So now you don't miss a beat. All the money that you thought you was missing when you decided that. And listen, sometimes you got to start over to get up. Mm. Yeah. Amen. And starting over isn't a bad thing when you're with Jesus the Christ. Amen. It's the best thing. Why? Because you know that whatever you're going through and he's in it with you, he's going to make every crooked place straight and you're going to come out better than what you did when you went in. I look much older back then than I do now. The redeemer of the time. I'm almost I'm 30 pounds lighter. Come on, babe. My skin is like two shades brighter. My teeth are like four times wider than God. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all better come on out there. Man, listen, God is awesome when he's redeeming the time. Because people tell you, you'll never go beyond what they're able to help you to do. You heard the word in it? What they're able to help you to do. When people believe that they're the reason and the cause of your success. When God pushes you out there and you and you 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 finally you finally are confident and bold enough to trust God at His word and take Him at His word, and you jump out there and you step out there in the things of God, He promises to redeem. He promises to rebuke the devourer. He promises to cover, to shield us from all the things that those that the world and the enemy has tried to set up. To kill us, to take us down. Oh, Jesus. When he's with you, the Bible tells us he's more than the world against you. And I'll take God into any place I go rather than taking a bunch of people who say yes to things that God say no to. I won't take God. And so now, living the life of God, I'm able to walk in the situations knowing that he's with me. I'm testifying on the day. Property that we wait that we believe in God for. Hey, I'm not concerned a little bit. Please understand. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not concerned a little bit. Yeah, I'm not concerned. Why you're not? I know Pastor you we want to build it. I want to build it just like y'all do. No, listen. No, I, no one wants a building as a, who's a part of this ministry greater than I. Why? Because I see what God has already set in, in motion for this ministry. Not that I will be glorified, but that he will be glorified. 
and the excitement and the joy that I want that God that I want to see on the faces of the believers because I want them to taste and see that the Lord is good. And so I so we can tell the world this is the Lord's doing. It's marvelous in our eyes. All you haters who don't think it's gonna happen, you just keep waiting. Please understand. So I'm excited about the redemption of the time. Everybody thinks, man, you've been in, you've been in ministry for a minute now. And listen, he's redeemed in the time. Why? Because he wants you to please understand. That your calendar means absolutely nothing to him. And so what I was saying is that we, we get, I'm getting, we're getting pushed back from the, from the property manager. But we've already released our faith that God is moving on that situation. He's already orchestrating it. That the favor of God is upon me. Hallelujah. And everything that's supposed to be released into this ministry's hands is going to show up like never before. Yeah, this is our time. This is our seasons to come. We're not just, I know when people hear seasons, they think, okay, spring, summer. No, no, when the seasons talk about God, those springs can last for a stretch. He redeems the time. See, seasons to God don't mean what it means to us. See, we put those things in place. He didn't. And I'm excited. We understand that there's there's a time for everything, every season, everything that happens under the sun. We understand that there's a time for it. And I trust, we're trusting God like never before. We believe God. And listen, I want to encourage you that today, listen, your, this is your time and your season, your moment to maximize, to capture what God is saying to you, what God has promised you. And so if you are not saved on today and you need to receive Jesus Christ, stop wasting time. Give God your life today. Would you? Would you set aside everything that you got going on and make time for Jesus on this morning? Why? Because he's made time for you. Why? What you mean, Pastor B? He's made this moment available for you. Tailor-made for you to accept him as his, as your, as, as Lord of your life. For, for you to choose him as king and Lord of your life. Yeah, don't let all these other so-called wannabe kings be king of your life. Let Jesus Christ be the king of kings and the Lord of all lords in your life. Maximize this moment and say, Lord, fill me with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, in the words of Deion Sanders, I got time today. God is saying he got time today. Give him your life today. Don't waste another second, another minute. We don't have that to give. 
wants to cleanse you from all of your unrighteousness. He wants to redeem you from all the choices that you make and bring you anew so you can go on and do the things that he's called you to do. Why there's still time on the clock. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what your ending clock may be, but there's still time. So why waste it? Come on, if you need to be baptized, reach out to us here at the Kingdom Advancing Ministry. We're never at capacity. We'll dunk and dunk until there's no more water in the pool. And then we'll ask you to wait while we fill it back up and we'll dunk some more. There's always room for those who want to accept and do the things that God has called us to do. Baptism is all it is. It's an outward recognition of an inward decision to be to, to come into agreement and acknowledgement with Jesus Christ's death, burial, and his resurrection. You want, to, you want to be recognized with him in his death, that he died for you. You want to be recognized with him in the burial, which is going under the water, being covered by water, that's burial. And then you're, the last, you want to be resurrected. So when we when you come out of that water, you're now you're resurrected. You're, you're showing that now Jesus lives. But most importantly, lives on the inside of you. Amen. Yes, indeed. And also, listen, if you need a ministry to become a part of, come on. The Kingdom Advancing Ministry. Now, y'all know the old saying, the doors of the church are open. Always open. It's not that now, but they're always open. Reach out to us. Let us know. Become a partner with us here at the Kingdom Advancing Ministry. We love you. We love you. Why? Because God loves you. We appreciate you. Why? Because God appreciates you. And we believe in you because God believes in you. The best is yet to come for your life. Make the decision to choose God as Lord over your life. And the best for your life is to come. Amen. Listen, I thank you guys as always for tuning in with us. I am not out of word, but we are out of time for this Sunday. Listen, we love you. We are praying for you here at the ministry. If you have any urgent prayer needs, reach out to us. Let us know. Send us a check. Shoot us an email. We have um, a, a body of believers who are always on the wall praying. Why? Because we believe in the power of prayer. We know prayer changes things. Amen. What your situation, your situation, situation may be dire to you, but it's nothing to God. And we come in agreement with the word of God and in the changing of your words to you now getting in agreement with the word of God for your life. And watch God change the situation and the circumstances surrounding your life. Amen. Well, listen, we love you here. We appreciate you until Wednesday. Check us out Wednesday Bible study or next week. We love you with the love of the Lord. Man, listen, God, he's redeeming. The time. In Jesus' name. Accept the Lord. We love you. Amen.